Okay, this is going to be episode six of the Closet of Nonsense. Welcome back to those of you who have listened before. Welcome newcomers. This one's a little different. Um, I actually recorded an episode yesterday, which would have been March 18th. I recorded one at the request of some friends. They just wanted me to kind of give my two cents and my take on this whole COVID-19. And I did so. <laughs> but uh, as those of you who have actually listened to the show know, my brain doesn't really work like a normal human and it didn't make any sense. It was all over the place. And I included a bunch of facts that I then second guessed myself and was like, oh shit, I better go double check and make sure that I was right on those. I was, but I was second guessing myself. So this time I'm going to be a little bit more involved. I actually wrote some things down. Um, and by saying that I'm actually lying, I didn't write it down. I can't read my own handwriting. My handwriting is atrocious. So I typed it up and I've got it on my computer screen. But um, you'd have to be living under a rock not to know that the world is in a really messed up place right now um, because of a coronavirus. And what a coronavirus is, is it's a common virus. That's the thing people are not catching on. This is not anything new. This is not something we didn't know about. It's just not something that is real common. So it is a virus that affects the respiratory system, nose, mouth, lungs, things of that nature. And people don't seem to realize that it is people get these all the time and don't even know them. Um, it's severe acute respiratory syndrome, SARS. And this is not the first time that, that we've had, that we've had a SARS outbreak. It's just the first time that it's gone global. Um, in 2003, uh, there was a SARS outbreak in China and then in 2012 in Saudi Arabia. And I know that, that growing up and, and doing the things that I did, I remember SARS even being discussed when I was in high school. So it's not like it's a new thing. And what it is, is it's, it's a really, really horrible cold. The first cases were actually misdiagnosed as, as pneumonia, in fact. And then it, people realize oh, it's, it's actually worse than that. It is a runny nose, sore throat, cough, fever, difficulty breathing. And for whatever reason, it seems to be affecting the elderly more than anybody else or people that already have pre-existing respiratory conditions, which is, I don't want to downplay it and act like this is not a big deal. It is a big deal. People are getting sick. People are dying. But by the numbers, this is not a new thing. And the fact that it's causing such a, a huge reaction globally is, is that's what's new. Um, we'll do a little bit of, of, of background here. The first cases were on or around December 1st. It was diagnosed on the 10th. And again, like I said, it was, it was misdiagnosed. The first few cases people thought was a real severe case of pneumonia. And this was in an open market in Wuhan, China is where they've done this. Now, there are some people that say it came from bats. There are some people that came they believe it came from pangolins, which pangolins are like these armadillo-like mammal. I don't know. I can't remember. I think it's echidna. I think that's the, the, the genus or whatever, but they look like little armadillos, but with spikes instead of smooth armor. And I guess they taste really good. They're like a delicacy. So they're not sure which. Those are the two predominant theories that in the event that it, it was a, an organic, uh, it's an organic virus. Um, now, the first public confirmations were not until December 31st. And that's the thing that, that makes this whole thing kind of crazy is that in previous outbreaks, it was caught, it was let out, there was a huge travel shutdown in those areas, and it was contained. The same as Ebola, the same as flu epidemics, things of that nature. And this time it wasn't. And, and there, you know, there's a lot of people in the Chinese government that are saying that it was 
you know, the government didn't want to cause a, a huge panic. And that's why there was the, the cover up or the, the, the blackout of the media. There's other people who say they just didn't know that that's what it was. It was just an honest mistake. And I don't know which it is. I'm not in China. I don't have any, you know, inside knowledge on that. I do know that it seems a little bit suspect that there's this huge epidemic that has gone global that they knew about 20 days before it was a public issue. That's the problem. And that's what's causing this huge issue because it's gone everywhere. And now the, the epicenter of the disease has gone from China to actually Europe because so many people travel to Europe or through Europe in, to, in on their way to other parts of the world that that's why it's being taken so seriously in Europe itself. And each country is doing their own, they all have their own way of dealing with it. They've got their own pri- uh, priorities and criteria. And that works out really well. But they basically shut down the entirety of the continent saying, you know, do not come to the European Union. Do not come here. We're not letting anybody out. We're not letting anybody in. This is the fastest way to do this is to, to, to cut off the snake's head, basically. Here's the thing. The easiest way to stay away from this, obviously, is this quarantine that everybody's doing. And everybody's freaking out about it. And I understand that. And we'll, we'll dive in, delve into that. But if you wash your hands, you disinfect and sterilize common items, common areas. Stay away from direct contact. You don't travel. These are simple things that any illness... Like, I am that asshole who will go to a restaurant and I laugh when it says all employees must wash hands before returning to work. And if I have a Sharpie, I always write, for everybody else, it's just a good idea. It's, it's not that hard to maintain cleanliness. And it still shocks me the number of people who don't wash their hands, who don't do basic sterilization of, like, food items or understand why it's important to use hot water to wash your dishes or who don't use Kleenex or just, you know... Don't cover their mouths when they cough. These are basic. It's not a matter of like people say don't spit in public and they're like, oh, that's a stupid old thing. It was to prevent tuberculosis, you assholes. That's why you don't do it. It's not just rude. It's actually like it was a health thing. And in some cities, it's still illegal to do that because they never took it away. These are the same things. It's not hard to do these things. What's hard is the fact that we're being quarantined and it's not a true quarantine you're not locked in your homes it's not martial law you're not going to get shot if you go somewhere but the shutdown of restaurants bars clubs strip clubs things of that nature that's just common sense and it's unfortunately causing a huge economic meltdown it's absolutely destructive to several people i know um i'm in a weird way kind of lucky in that my income has decreased exponentially because of this, but my expenses have too. So I'm not as affected as other people. I'm not going to make near the money that I normally make, but I'm not going to have the near the expenses either. And being somebody who I just moved and I just did a whole bunch of stuff. It was almost like the timing for me could not have been scarier but it kind of, it works out for some people. And there are those people that are not being affected. You need to remember that medical professionals and care professionals and, and service providers and people in the oil field, people in that, you know, they don't get the time off. They still have to do all these things. And it's almost scarier for them. I've had several people bring up the idea that, you know, oh my God, there's going to be riots because we're going to be sitting at home bored and people are going to fight and what are we going to do? I know that if I spend more than 15 minutes with somebody, then they start pissing me off. I want to throw them through a window. Okay, well, we're supposed to not be around each other, but it's going to happen. And that's that's the scarier part of that side, too, is the idea that we might have to extend this longer. It's already been extended in Colorado another two weeks. Um, as of this morning, they're saying, you know, we said it was going to be just, you know, 30 days. Now it's going to be like 45. Again, 
it's because the incubation period of this illness is anywhere from five to 14 days. It's hard to, to predict in an individual because it's based on your immune system. So people who are immunocompromised, it's going to be faster. People who aren't obviously going to take longer, but you can be contagious through that entire period and be showing no symptoms. And that's the dangerous part. That's the part that people aren't catching is that it's not somebody who's already got it and is already presenting symptoms. That's not the person you have to worry about. It's the person who doesn't know they have it. So you may have come in contact and they're trying to isolate people so that they can get a real read on, is that what this is? Because other people who have other illnesses, forms of a flu or pneumonias or things of that nature, those people need healthcare too. They need to be separated so that they're not more susceptible to COVID-19. Now, the, the idea that this is a pandemic, things that are going on in this world, this is the first time since the last world war that companies are shutting down like this, that, that people are unifying and actually like their business is talking about changing over their entire system of business and what they produce to provide medical supplies. Well, in the, in during World War II, you know, car companies were making guns, you know, there were people sending out supplies to the, to the, to the front. It's kind of the same thing. Now they're talking about medical supplies or transportation supplies or sterilization. This is what is supposed to happen. This that's to me, that's true patriotism. It's the idea that, that we live in a democratic Republic that allows for us to, base our systems in capitalism and when the capitalists at the top decide that it's time to help everybody that's what's supposed to happen so that's a good thing uh i saw google is going to put out new is going to open up for new jobs people that are suddenly jobless are going to have new where they don't have to go anywhere they can work from home uh amazon is hiring a hundred thousand employees to fill slots just in the united states specifically people who were just laid off by other jobs that's amazing the fact that the government is talking about giving subsidized funds and giving out emergency relief funds and things like that. Again, that's not something that's gone on and was never really taken seriously. People joke about, man, the government should bail me out. Well, guess what? They're trying to, and that's saying something. That may lead to other things in the future. However, there may be a, a payoff for that that we're not seeing yet. And that's the other side of this that people need to kind of step up and look at this is this is a disease that has affected 70 nations um i could give you stats and numbers on everything because i sat here and went through it and i'm a numbers guy but but basically what we're looking at in the united states there's been 13,475 cases in the united states 64 of those are considered critical 187 people have died but 108 people have completely recovered they've been through the entire process just since mid-February, you know, early February when they really got it, to now, they're recovered. They now have the, the, the antibodies to fight it, and they could be out, and, and that's, that's the goal here. Obviously, they're doing studies on these people. They're trying to develop different uh, antivirals and different uh, immunizations, things of that nature. And, of course, that brings up the whole, you got all these people saying, well, we don't need immunizations. That's not what we want. That's not what we want. We want you to take care of us. But if you're an anti-vaxxer, this right here, is where you need to start thinking about where you really stand. Because you were probably not alive during a time when the Spanish flu killed hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. Or polio. Or the things that, you know, you know, MMRs. Mumps, measles, and rubella. The reason that we have those vaccines is so that diseases that were wiping out huge populations, 
This is why, because this is how the world reacts when we're being attacked by these. I mean, fuck, watch the War of the Worlds. Go to the end. An entire invasion from an alien force that was kicking the shit out of the entire world is put down by the flu. It is actually important to to defend our bodies from these things. That is why medicine is such it's it's, it's amazing to me. And and I'm I'm speaking from a, a little bit of a bias because I have a daughter who had heart surgery at three months old that saved her life. Fifty years ago, that was impossible. I watched them do something that was medically unthought of thirty years ago, and they did it, and it was amazing. And she's stupendous because of it. She's alive because of of modern medicine. I don't think many people realize that. And, you know, then there's the other people on the other side. Well, this is just population control. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe that's exactly what this is. But then I feel like it would be, you know, if it's nature's way of affecting things, there's not much we can do about it. That does that mean we should just give up? No. So it, it goes both ways. I mean, I, I was reading yesterday that uh, the canals in Venice are clear for the first time in like 60 years. And I looked up pictures and sure as shit, it's beautiful. The silt isn't being swirled up. There's no po- there's no more pollution. I'm, I'm reading that the smog counts are down worldwide because people are staying home. Which proves that all these times these people saying, oh, well, if we do this or we do that, it's going to turn it. it, it we, can't, we can't help nature. We can't heal this. Bullshit. Three, four days later, we're seeing an immediate effect. So again, your little action, your personal responsibility actually helps to affect this. So out of these, you know, less than 15,000 cases in the United States, the U.S. population is over 327 million. I mean, what that means is that, that less than four thousandths of a percent, 0.004% of the population has actually been infected. And yes, they're seeing new cases every day, but they're already seeing like Colorado, where I live, there was no new cases in the last 24 hours, zero. Yes, we've had a couple of deaths here. They were people that came from other areas. It's unfortunate. It is scary. But it's being controlled. The big concerns, though, obviously, the ramifications of a cover-up. What was China thinking in this? Um, China is saying that this was an engineered disease. And, and, you know, I'm a huge conspiracy theorist, and I'm not going to lie. It's pretty hard to convince me that they weren't aware of this right away. I believe that science has all of these scary ass diseases. I mean, movies and books are talk about these things all the time. I mean, I watch the scary ass end of the world stuff. That's what I like. And instead of zombies, it's a really horrible cold that can kill you. Okay. Does that mean it's the apocalypse? No. And unfortunately people are reacting like that because of misinformation. Um, everybody's joking and I myself made a couple of memes about the toilet paper thing and I was even flexing the other night on Snapchat I you know I've got extra rolls of of, uh, paper towels that I had packed away through the move and so I wasn't affected by this I didn't plan that I just had them I always have paper towels I print shirts and that shit gets on everything so you always have paper towels that's just how I live my life it wasn't me trying to be some kind of survivalist I was just being me but most of these people are going out and buying massive stocks of, of paper towels and toilet paper and cold medicines and all these things and just trying to stockpile and hoard it. It's to the point where people don't even know why. 
Why would you do that? Is it important to have these 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 sundry items, the, the necessities? Of course it is. You should have these things. You need to have these things on hand, canned goods and things like that, because you are going to be home. You should be trying to stay home and not doing stuff. Does that mean that the entire world economy is going to completely shut down and there's no more toilet paper? No, that's not what it fucking means. So all these people are hoarding pallets and pallets of shit. Fuck you. You're an asshole because you just fucked over a middle income or a low income person who couldn't get to the store in time because Ubers and taxis and everybody's too busy with other shit and they couldn't get to the store and now they can't find any. Or maybe they got one roll and they got overcharged for it. You know, I remember after 9-11 watching gas prices spike that first day and it was fucking scary. $13, $14 a gallon. And people were paying it. They were freaking out like, oh my God, I got to go fill up my cars. We're not going to have any fuel tomorrow. The world's going to run out of gas tomorrow. People panic. A person is intelligent. A person can deal with things and think things through. Small groups even. There are think tanks that have, that have dealt with these things and thought about these, these different scenarios for years. But instead of listening to those small groups, it becomes this wave and this fad almost of, I need to do this. And, and I was watching the news and this guy was, was interviewing people like, why are you getting all this toilet paper? And finally one guy was like, I don't know. I saw everybody else doing it, so I thought I was supposed to. I challenge you right now. Why did you go buy all the shit you bought? Now, some people I know, I know people who went and panic bought tequila. That makes sense to me. <laughs> That's my kind of people. I know people that went and panic bought other, other items, canned goods, being responsible. Hey, I actually am going to need this and I don't want to have to go to the store for a week or two. Cool. That makes sense to me. Even the people who are sending me fucking video of, hey, I got a bunch of crab legs for 30 bucks. Dope. You want to live it up? Live it up. I saw more people sitting at home cooking last night on my Snapchat and my Instagram stories than I have ever seen before. And it made me feel good because God forbid you're spending some time with your, with your loved ones, with your closest friends, your closest family, with your roommates. You spend a quality time. You're not out at the clubs getting fucked up. You're not sitting in some random corner thinking about, oh, I could just go to McDonald's or go eat some crap. People are actually cooking. They're spending time at home. I was getting video of people playing board games, playing poker. Fuck yeah, do that shit. The public reaction has been to panic, but there's a positive side of that that people are missing, and I, I can't tell you why. It doesn't make any sense to me why it's been such a panic and why people did do what they did. And, and I've seen this a few times before. I don't know what makes this one different, and it, the only thing that comes to mind is, is the economic ramifications and the political ramifications, and to an extent the social ramifications. I, I am noticing... All of my social media are far more active the last two days, but with quality content instead of, <laughs> I went to Taco Bell. Aren't I cute? Talked to my aunt today for the first time in two years. Felt really good to actually have a real conversation with a family member and reconnect. Got back on Facebook for the first time in two years. Haven't really been checking in on people and I've missed a lot. Feels good to be talking to these people again. Those are, those are good sides to this. Now, the political side of this, you're watching, especially here in the States, obviously we have a more than bipartisan system, but the root, the two major parties, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, obviously are both kind of really losing their minds. Um, you got the Republican Party saying that they want to step up and they want to provide care and they want to provide aid to people, and that's great. Um, I, I really genuinely hope that this is happening. But then at the same time, You've got racial undertones being mentioned. You've got, is this going to be martial law? Do we need to step in and take over things? 
that is to a person like me that it actually, you know, I try really hard not to, you know, push my, my politics on anybody, but I question everything. I immediately go, what is this? Where did it come from? How did it start? Where did, what's going to happen? And I try and predict things down the road. That's just how I work. And that's how I've worked for a long time. So that being said, I mean, I understand the idea that there's conspiracy theories and, oh, there's this, no, there's that. And there's, but you can't take the good and the, bad, the good without the bad. You can't have the bad without the good. That's just kind of how that works. So it's, it's good that the Republican party is stepping up and saying, oh, we want to do this. And hopefully we can, we can provide for the people that need it and send out checks immediately and get people funds because so many people have lost their jobs, been laid off. Nobody really has a sense of what the future is going to take. I mean, are people going to, are we going to have a huge new hiring situation here in a few months when everybody has to go back to these places that have been closed for a while? Are some of these places going to be able to survive the closing? Are they just going to be closed forever? There's a lot of questions in the air. So it's good that the, that the GOP is trying to do that. On the flip side of that, you've got the Democratic National Party and, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to provide aid and they've been pushing for all these much larger, grander, let's hope, let's help a, a population rather than the individual. Let's, let's try and provide funding. And, and they've pushed some of it through. It's been on the agenda for a while for them to try and provide more funding for public services. And so you've got both parties kind of wanting to do the same thing in two completely different ways. Hopefully they don't fight too much and they just push this shit through because we don't need another situation like Hurricane Katrina or Puerto Rico where nothing gets done and people just suffer because of it. There's still people feeling the the sting of what went on in those instances years later and it's it's not okay this is a global situation this isn't some territory or some state or some city this is everybody and so we need less bickering and more organization so of course me being the conspiracy theorist where does that leave us with the election this is an election year are they going to capitalize on this yes Absolutely, anybody in politics would do that. They would be stupid not to. And that's the thing that, pe that people are going to miss right now, but they're going to catch on to later. People are going to be like, well, how did these people react in a crisis situation? Because that's exactly what happened. And I remember back to 9-11, to people that wanted to blame George W. Bush saying, well, he did this because he was failing as a president or because he was falling in the polls or blah, 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 blah. People are going to capitalize on what they need to capitalize on to get their agenda move forward. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't even matter that it's true. And unfortunately, we live in a society that we believe we, we take Facebook as news. We read Wikipedia and we assume it's fact. We hear shit. Even our own actual media and news outlets, they're entertainment. CNN, MSNBC, they're not news. They're entertainment. There's facts mixed in with other shit that they want you to know and want you to think of, but not actually all news. And if you watch one news channel and switch to another, they'll give you a completely different set of facts according to how they got their information or what source they used or who they're leaning towards or who they're trying to support. You're going to see that. This is one of those instances where you really, as an individual, each and every one of us needs to step up and go, what do I believe? Why do I believe it? What are the issues? And what can I do about it for myself? All you can do is all you can do. You can be responsible for your own actions, your own take, and the things that you're doing for yourself. And then hopefully, the people around you, your loved ones, the people you care for, you can help them do the same thing. This is a, not one of those things that as Americans, we take very seriously. We tend to just be spoon-fed shit and accept it as, oh, that's just how it is. My vote doesn't count because, look, the popular vote didn't actually get the, the president in. Well, pay attention to the fucking electoral college. Get involved earlier. You know, Pay attention to your, your local races. That's where you can make a difference on a local level, a place where you actually control something. 
we live in a city that is just politically so fucked. It's ridiculous. Grand Junction, Colorado is backwater is all fuck. And it's because we have a governmental system where it's been the same people for years and they just keep doing the same shit, hoping shit will change. It's the definition of insanity. If you're in an area like that, fucking change it. Put your voice out there. If you have an idea, you have a concept, fucking do it. Of course, then there's that whole concept of it's the roaring 20s, which were great a century ago until the stock market crash and another world war and all the shit that came after. <laughs> don't, we don't want history to repeat itself all the time. Um, you know, there, there, of course you're hearing the stuff where people are saying that this virus was, was created. It was made in a lab somewhere and that, you know, you got some people blaming, you know, the United States, there's actually CIA agents that planted this virus to cause this. Who fucking knows? Do I think that is possible? Yes. It came from bats. And proof of that is that the new, the new 2020 quarter, this just came to my attention. And I actually knew that the 2020 quarters were going to be these national parks and stuff. And I knew it was a bat, but somebody pointed out to me like how ironic that is. And I just about died laughing because it is. It's, it's ironic as fuck. And uh, I, I do. I, I think that shit just feeds the beast. It feeds the, the media machine of, oh, look at where this could be. Is it a natural occurring thing? Yes. I mean, there's, there's so many things in nature that will kill you that people forget about because they don't see them. Go to Australia. The whole fucking country is trying to kill you. It's, I want to go there. I'm not going to lie. I want to. I want to surf there. I want to do shit. I have friends who are there right now, and I talk to them all the time, and I can't wait to go there, even though like everything, you turn a corner, and there's like this spider, this bug, this snake, this lizard, and the air will hurt you. Oh, and if you go in the water, there's like 10 things that want to eat you. Still want to go there. That doesn't change who we are as, as people. And yeah, I'm one of those people that like, I don't ever want to be maimed in an accident. I want to horribly die. Like I want to be like obliterated. I don't want to like lose a limb. I want to be evaporated. That's just, I like the extreme side of that. So maybe that's not you, but that is me. When you look at even beyond that, you look at the, the economic ramifications, the stock market tanked. I mean, fucking tanked. It did. And I'm not going to deny that. And I'm not going to try and make that into something else. The stock market needed to tank, though. Think of it like a heart monitor. When the, the economy flatlines, the economy is dead. And if it's constantly just going up, it's having a heart attack. If it's constantly going down, it's losing life. It's got to go up and down. You want a pulse. You want something that will actually allow for people to feel both sides of it. And this is a recovery. This is not a bad thing. And this actually allows... Okay, listen carefully. If you have some money that you do not need, even a few hundred dollars, go buy some stocks, go buy some mutual funds, go buy some money market accounts, and watch as things grow here in the coming years because of this. You'll thank me later. Trust me, this is where people that are middle Americans or even lower middle class Americans can actually make an impact in the stock market for themselves. You can increase your stock portfolio magically when things are this low do so. Take advantage of these sales. When somebody says, hey, we're offering 0% financing for five years and you think your credit's good enough to do it, fucking do it. You need to. You need to take advantage because you, it's not going to come around often or maybe ever again. Now, of course, the other side of this is that people need to be finding other sources of income. Obviously, if you lost your job, there are still places still hiring. There are places that still have need for, for new employees and quality employees. I, I tend to watch people, especially in the food industry. Um, Y'all are getting devastated. My son lost his job. 
probably 50 of my friends as bartenders, servers, waiters, waitresses, whatever, they've lost their jobs. And I, my heart goes out to you um, because it's, it's, it is, it's just really hard to deal with. And obviously some people are going for unemployment that puts a stress on the system. It's going to slow things down. There's people going, well, I need to find another job. There's some places still do delivery and they're saying, well, we're going to hire more people so we can offer around the clock delivery. But there's people that just honestly need new sources of income, and I, and I hope that you do. A lot of my friends who are strippers and models have started OnlyFans pages, uh, things of that nature. They've done you know premium snap. And this is not a new concept. This is things people do, and those, those people are still working. But if you have a friend, I don't care if you are like, man, I don't want to see you know, Stephanie's butthole. Cool. Does that mean you, if you can spare 10 bucks a month, fucking do it. Doesn't mean you have to look. Like, hit her up. Hit up your friend and say, hey, is there anything I can do? Maybe they just, hey, here's my cash app. Can you give me 10 bucks so I know I can eat tomorrow? Because these are people who are used to feast or famine. And, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to help people out. It doesn't make you a fucking weirdo or a pervert. If you've got a genuine friend who in need right now, do that. If you've got a situation where a lot of my friends are students, and they're like, man, our dorms are locked. We can't come back to where we're from. I don't have access to any of my shit. They're freaking out about that. And every school's handling it differently, obviously. Some people are in the dorms, some aren't. Some people are not even coming back. They're staying with their families or whatever. But if, you've got, if you're living alone and you know you've got a situation and you trust them to not be infecting your home, now's the time to open it up and say, look, you know, it's a big joke to have a quarantine buddy, but... I mean, even to me, I'm, I believe it or not, I'm actually an introvert. Everybody's like, you're so extroverted and you're so public and you're so, yeah, fuck that. I, I'm so much better alone. <laughs> oh my God. It's so much. And right now introverts around the world is like, it's my time. I was ready for this. It's fucking awesome. And it, it is really cool because a lot of people are like, man, my life hasn't changed for shit, except I don't go clock in somewhere else. I go do this and this instead. And they say, keep up your normal. And I'm watching people you know, staying at home, getting dressed and partying with their, their, their friends and their families, you know, one or two deep, do that shit. Like be normal, keep yourself like mentally stable and emotionally stable. That's the shit that's going to carry you through all this and try not to panic. That's, that's really that key because the economy will recover. It may take a little bit. It may. Now is not the time to be prideful. Now is not the time to go, oh my God, I need 50 bucks or my, you know, this, that, if you owe bills, call these people. If you have debts, talk to these people. If you have a situation where you know you're going to be short, be upfront with your landlords or your, or your land management company, because now's the one time they're going to be like, yeah, we feel you. And, and does that mean that they're maybe not going to go through the eviction process? I can't say that. Some people are just dicks. Hell, they get paid to be dicks. I'm a dick. I'm good at it. Does that mean that if you came to me and said, hey, I've only got $450 for rent right now and I need to kind of see where things are going? Cool. Give me the $450 and let's see where we stand in two weeks when things calm down a little bit. Because things are literally changing, not day to day, but hour by hour. Things are drastically and dramatically changing. And not everybody can keep up on that. Be educated. Don't believe the bullshit. Actually, do, do your fact-checking. Double-check your shit and make sure that what you're telling somebody or what you're relying on is actual. Because I've, I've had people literally telling me, we're not allowed to leave outside or we'll get arrested. Fuck you. You're not going to get arrested. Grocery stores aren't closing. They're limited to what they have in stock right now because y'all are dicks and went out and fucking bought everything. But they're not closed. You just got to be careful. You know, stay away from people. Don't go to, to like 
stupid shit you don't have to the luxury things are what you got to give up and unfortunately we are a lazy society that wants to have all these fucking amenities and shit to do and oh my god i'm fucking bored and and yes i have friends who are freaking out and i was like god i just want to go out i just want to go to the bar and see somebody and sing bad karaoke you know what be bored for a couple weeks it's like for the global good not all heroes wear capes and sometimes you just got to do that it sucks i know it sucks um you know watching this year is going to be really interesting to watch how the elections go, to watch how people react over the next couple of months. I think we're going to see some really clearly defined changes in how we interact with each other because I think people are, for the first time, at least in these couple of generations, mine included, where we're like, wait, 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 wait. This can actually happen? Like, this isn't science fiction? And all of a sudden you realize that other science fiction's possibly real. And then you realize that, you know, maybe your neighbor is a lizard person. Who fucking knows? You know, it's just important to stay up on it and be responsible for yourself. Um, I'm not putting any music on this one. Normally I do. I put music on the shit. I put art on the shit and I plug people. Um, I'm not doing that this time. This one was kind of a, it's the first time somebody said, hey, I want to hear what you think. And uh, I... I don't feel right in using it in some kind of a marketing tool. This is not for me to f- get follows or listeners. I just wanted to put it out there and put it in one place because I was asked to. And apparently I have a somewhat pleasant speaking voice when it comes to this stuff. I think people just like that I stammer and stutter so much and I make an ass of myself. There's nothing wrong with that. Pay attention to your social media. Pay attention to the fact that, and that is one thing that, that also is a positive. A lot of the bans and the censorship that was going on, it's going away. YouTube's giving me recommendations I wouldn't normally get and like Instagram hashtags are like I'm getting new shit popping up and new people hitting me up and I'm not even necessarily posting I think I posted for the first time in a week today and I got tons of people oh this is really cool what's about this and I haven't seen you in forever and it's like that's cool if there's a reconnection here because people are just desperate to, to feel some sense of 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 oneness of community utilize that those of you that live off of that definitely capitalize on that because you're going to be people who carry us through in this economic rebuild. It's going to be people who are still maintaining their lifestyles and, and honestly the wealthy need to step up and, and fork out some cash the, the way that they have in the past and be like, let's rebuild something. Let's do something new. Um, all of you that are with me on the whole idea of doing speakeasies, it sounds like a really great plan until you realize that it's like federal penitentiary time. So don't do that either though. I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I, w- I would actually call it the quarantine if I were to open up a fucking speakeasy because, yeah. Um, check up on people. Just do your thing. Stay in contact. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say on that matter. I guess I just wanted to, to, to spit it out there. I uh, hope everybody's doing stuff. Everybody be well. Take care of your shit. Um, I hope all of you have taking the time to, 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 to do your own research. If you heard something I did wrong, please let me know. I want to know that shit. Uh, hit us up closet of nonsense and uh, hopefully here we'll sneak in and break the rules and get two or three of us together and do some more shit here soon. Uh, Hope y'all have a good week.